On today's podcast, we're going to talk about things that you should consider to make sure you're ready to retire. We're untangling financial issues. Welcome to Your Finances Untangled with Mo Parag. Hopefully you can tell from this conversation that I am I, I take things very seriously, but I'm laid back. Mo is a financial advisor and partner with Cloudvestor. You may want to do some reallocations based off how you're currently invested. This podcast addresses financial issues for all ages, from those just starting out up to retirees. It's Your Finances Untangled. Untangling your finances. Hey, welcome to the podcast. It is Your Finances Untangled. Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here, along with Mo Param of the firm Cloudvestors. It's a fiduciary firm. It's recommended nationally by Dave Ramsey. It offers the convenience of virtual financial planning through your life, but with the human touch. And without further ado, let's welcome the star of the show, Mo Param. Mo, yes. Mo Param. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Please, please <laughs> keep standing. Keep standing. I mean, this is great. This is great. <laughs> your, your fans adore you. They really do. They uh, adore you. Oh, I do this for the fans. I yes, do this for them. Absolutely. <laughs> it's good that we can hear them every now and then. That's good. Yeah. You know, We've got I want to get I want to get my finger on the pulse. Want to want to know what they like, what they don't like, you know, so I can continue having more fans. You know how we got their uh, applause and were able to hear it is that those that were the listeners on Alexa because you know of course they've got ways that they can monitor you. That's you right know, on Alexa. They're, they're listening. I know they're people who listening. believe that. You know it's it's crazy. I'm sure everyone's has has. Uh, looked at their phone, they, they were talking with their friends in a social setting, and then all of a sudden they look at their phone and there's an article about the same topic they were just talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, how does that happen? They're listening some way, one, one way, shape, form or another. <laughs> you know, it, it is it's, weird. I mean, how they track so many you times to me and your likes. I mean, you know, and what you're searching for. And well, I mean, you, look, we're all walking around with monitoring devices on us. I'm not saying anybody cares for instance what i do yeah because it would bore them to death but we have them we have phones our phones our our, our watches they don't need to put some chip in our skin i mean they've got it (laughs) and they made us addicted to them oh i mean most of most people are listening to this podcast on their phone right yeah either driving to work or you know, out for a run and they're using their phone to listen to, mm-hmm. to this podcast and a, another podcast as well. So, yeah, the phones are phones are good devices, but they can be a little addicting. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we have to have them. I mean, there are two times that, I, for instance, one thing, the Internet was out in the office the other day. And you would have thought it was the zombie apocalypse because the Internet <laughs> was down. And uh, we were so dependent on that. And I get super stressed out if I can't find my phone. Oh, so do I. I, I mean, mean, the other day, I, was, I, I remember the other day I reached out to you and said, uh, I'm on a new uh, laptop. And all of a sudden, you know, I was just freaking out because my old laptop wasn't really connected to my Wi-Fi. I was losing, I was, I wasn't syncing with my OneDrive. So everything was just out of order. And I was, mm-hmm. I was, I was panicked. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> really. I mean, you think about it on, uh, uh, we don't get this that freaked out when the electricity goes out. Oh, no. We really don't. 
Well, you know, I work better and I'm more productive when I start my day with a, a list. And uh, that's what we're kind of looking at. And we're going to check off everything that you should be aware of to determine if you're ready to reach your financial independence. Remember, we're not going to say retirement. <clears throat> not. We might we're have not. to say it a few times in here, but <laughs> but that's what we're looking at. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, you're ready. You know, there's there's so many things for you to consider, right? Um, the emotional side of actually, quote unquote, retiring or being financially independent. Because for most of us, you know, we're talking 30, 40 years of, of working, right? It may not necessarily be the same job or the same company, but in some shape, form or fashion, we're waking up at an early time, punching in, punching out, you know, spending a majority of our time at some type of workforce, work uh, establishment. And then all of a sudden you have to transition to a point where you're not doing that. Mm -hmm. Either you're not doing it at all, or you're not doing it as much. And that can be an emotional, emotional ride, but also financially, right? That same 30, 40 year time frame, we're used to getting a paycheck every two weeks, or every month or every week, depending how you're compensated. And now all of a sudden those checks stop coming. And now it's up to you to kind of create that income stream, right? So you want to make sure that when you get to that point that you are ready. And like you said, Dave, checklists, checklists are really good to make sure that you can cross them off, that you're on track. And just, and to make sure that when you do walk into that, uh, that new season, that new stage of your life, you're prepared, you feel confident that you can move forward. Well, the first thing you need to determine is when. Now, it could come earlier, and it has happened to a lot of people, whether for health reasons or even COVID-19. But what's your, what's your target age? Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's, the, that's the key, right? When do you want to be in a position to be financially independent, right? You know, the, the, you know, the funny way to answer that question is tomorrow, Right. But realistically, when do you want to be at the <laughs> right. point where you want to finance, be in a position to financially say, you know, I'm working because I want to, not because I have to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, you get their traditional answers of, you know, 65 years old. Right. That's where it's just kind of most, burned in our psyche. I mean, our brain to think that. age. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, I think for, for a number of reasons. One is, you know, at 62. Medicare. Yeah. Medi- I think Medicare is a big one. Right. Medicare at 65, you're eligible for Medicare. And so, so now you can transition off from your employer's health insurance to now you're on Medicare. Mm-hmm. Um, 62, I hear that often because 62 is when you're eligible for, for Social Security, mm-hmm. right? So, and then you get 60 because that's that sounds right, you know, and that also falls in line with uh, your 401k, your IRAs. Uh, you're eligible to take distributions out of those accounts without the 10% penalty. Uh, so 59 and a half is when you can actually do that. So it's just, let's just say 60. Mm-hmm. So that's really the typical answers I hear often, you know, 60, 62, 65, somewhere in that mix of, of when uh, most people say they want to retire. But it could be earlier, right? It could be 50. It could be 55. You know, I'm actually, we took on a new client, uh, gosh, let's call it a month ago. And her mother was able to retire at 47, what? Which is huge, which is amazing. What in the world? Uh, 
47. Yeah, 47. She was able to retire at 47. So that's where she wants us to plan around, you know, 4750, right? That's the time frame. And she's admitted, right? It's not it's not that she's not going to work at all. It's right? financial independence. It's financial independence. So she may work part-time. She may work as a consultant, start her own, <clears throat> excuse me, start her own business. But really she wants to be in a position where the income demands aren't really, uh, 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 really based on her generating income. Right. right. She doesn't necessarily have to have that income. She has enough assets to, to, uh, to satisfy herself. And if she's working, she's working because she wants to. She must have been a mad saver. I mean, saving like crazy. Or what, what can we, can, can, what's her secret? <laughs> can you share the secret? <laughs> what did she do right? Uh, you know, she just saves, lived, lived within her means and um, just had some really good investments and just really put herself in a position for a time frame to, to retire. I had a friend who was a firefighter, and I guess he went in to the fire department at 19. It was the city fire department. And anyway, he was able to retire at 49. He had his yeah. 30 in. That's uh, that's another thing, right? If you're fortunate enough to have a pension, yeah. uh, you know, you, you put your 30 in, you get your pension. And, you know, in his example, 49, 50, he's got a stream of income coming in. He's probably saved within the retirement system there. And maybe he picks up some shifts here and there. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, uh, so y- you've got your date. Now you've got something to work towards. And I'll say for those listening in their twenties, thirties, even forties, start being a mad saver like the <laughs> the one who retired at forty seven. <laughs> and you could up that. Uh, you do. And and you mentioned Medicare. Uh, if you're if you're planning to retire before sixty five, you have to consider that you may have to cover yourself. Right. Uh, cover, cover yourself either with a, you know, you go outside to the marketplace and get an independent plan or maybe you're retired, but your spouse isn't. Right. So maybe you can be on their on their health insurance plan. Mm-hmm. And there are also some companies that work that uh, that offer health insurance for part time workers. Right. So you can maybe get a part time job. And literally the only reason you're, you're working part time is just for the health insurance. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yes, you have to factor in uh, some form of health care, right? Whether again, whether it's an independent policy, maybe you just, you know, you're 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 not getting any health insurance, but you have some assets available just in case a medical um, hiccup comes up, you have the money to pay for it. But yes, you one thing you definitely want to factor in is if you're going to retire before sixty five, right? You're not eligible for Medicare yet, so. Uh, you want to figure out on that checklist, okay, what am I going to do to bridge the health insurance gap from my quote unquote early retirement to 65? Get that plan together. Uh, and another thing too, you let's say you pick the, your age, you, you know, roughly, you know, okay, I, I, this, that's, that's my goal, this age. Now you don't want your lifestyle to go down when you launch. <laughs> I mean, you, you want to live like you've been living. You do. You do. I mean, there, there's a rule of, you know, 80 percent. And what that is, is, you know, um, you want to be able to to live off 80 percent of your income. Right. So that's the kind of that's the plan you want to work around. I, I kind of challenge that a little bit because, I, you know, if you can live off 80 percent of your income during retirement, 
you know, are you doing that before you're retired? Right. right? Are you living below, I won't say below your means, but are you living within your means at that 80% clip pre-retirement? You know, there are a lot of people that are living paycheck to paycheck. Right. Uh, And it may not even necessarily mean that, you know, every dollar is going towards bills, right? But every dollar is being spent. Exactly. Whether it's towards bills, entertainment, traveling, whatever it is, but like they need every single dollar to maintain their lifestyle. So they can't cut back to 80%. They can't cut back to 80%, right? Yeah. Uh, You know, now some people can, right? If you, if you, you know, if you really push them against the wall, they they can cut back a couple of things, but for the most part, you know, People get comfortable, right, with the lifestyle that they want, uh, with the lifestyle that they're in. So, uh, but even if you chose that, right, even if you, you, I would say, start off with the life that you have right now, and if you want to scale down, you can, right, during retirement. That's the beauty behind retirement is that you know you can scale things down as you as you go. But I would I would I would caution one to think that they need. Well, when I'm retired, well, I won't need as much income as I have right now. Right. I, I, I would, I would caution you on that. Yeah. So I would personally target a hundred percent of your expenses. Right. And really look at what you're spending your money on um, bills. Even if your house is paid off, that money's going somewhere. You still have your property taxes, uh, but bills, traveling, entertainment. Um, you need a spending and, and, plan. And it is, you need a spending plan, right? What's your life going to look like? Because even if you travel, right, even if you've been a, uh, an avid traveler pre-retirement, for instance, because traveling is a big thing I hear all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of us are maybe, maybe traveling for three days, right? A nice weekend or maybe a week. Yeah. Uh, but maybe we're staying at three-star hotels. Maybe we're staying at, uh, uh, we're not doing as much excursions anymore, right? Or maybe it's just you and your spouse, maybe two kids. But now you're retired, right? Well, Maybe you're spending two weeks away, right? Maybe you're traveling for two weeks, or maybe you're spending. Uh, maybe you're going to a five star resort, right? Maybe you're going to different. Maybe now you're actually doing the uh, uh, what do you want to call those? Uh, the the adventures like during um, during your event during your vacation. Um, not adventures. I forget what you call them. Drawing oh, a blank here. Like excursions uh, or excursions. Uh-huh. There you go. Excursions. Maybe doing excursions. Maybe you're taking the grandkids. Right. So maybe it's not just you and your spouse. Maybe it's you and three grandkids. Disney right? World. Uh, Disney World. Right. So there's so many things that um, your traveling budget may may peak higher because of uh, just because you're retired and you have the opportunity and ability to do that. You mentioned five star hotels, three star hotels. You know, looking back when I was growing up, we never stayed in a hotel. We always stayed in a motel and, uh, and, and then even like younger, like in my early twenties, if I go, I'd get a motel and that was some of the most fun I ever had was in a motel. Have you ever stayed in a motel? I don't think I've ever stayed in a motel. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of nice to just step, walk out the door and there's your car. Boom. Right there. Whoa. No elevator or anything. Uh, It's better than a hostel, right? I'm assuming. (laughs) I had an uncle who didn't travel much until later, like around retirement age. He had not traveled a lot. And then he just started traveling a lot and he was cracking me up because uh, I guess he'd lived a really sheltered life because he he was talking about, I got so excited because they said they had a continental breakfast 
And I went down there. There's the nearest nothing I've ever seen in my life. Some stale cereal and hard <laughs> uh, bagels. But yeah, <laughs> but it does sound like a when they say a continental breakfast. Dun dun dun. dun. It's like wow. everything. It's so not. official, but it's just bagels <laughs> and cereal, right? Um, I want to remind you that as we're heading to retirement on this podcast episode, uh, it's a roadmap. It does really require a roadmap. And that's where, and it's harder now. It's harder than it used to be. And we'll talk about that in the next segment. And that's where uh, having a fiduciary firm like Cloudvestors on your side to help you stay on track, get on track and stay on track, it's invaluable. Cloudvestors.com. Check out the website. And coming up, we'll talk about creating a retirement paycheck or play check. And we'll also look at the right social security strategies, everything you should consider. It is coming up on Your Finances Untangled. How can you enjoy the best of both worlds in your financial planning, the convenience of a virtual relationship with your advisor, but also maintaining the human touch? That's CloudVestors. That's CloudVestors.com. They're an endorsed Dave Ramsey SmartVestor. That's a relationship you can trust. At CloudVestors, you get a personal relationship with one of the team advisors who will help you build a robust investment strategy. It's all about specific, customized planning for your unique situation and for wherever you are in life, whether you're just starting out or getting close to retirement holistic financial planning in all areas including taxes estate planning insurance cash flow and budgeting they even offer customized personal websites for clients the technology of today while still maintaining that human touch that's cloudvestors that's cloudvestors.com your finances untangled with mo param of cloudvestors cloudvestors can be there with you on this road trip we're taking today. It's a road trip to financial independence. Uh, we're going to go to the ultimate destination is Financial Independenceville, uh, <laughs> also known as retirement. But you don't you keep in mind because Mo referenced a, a, a lady who's retiring at forty-seven. Forty-seven. So and forty-seven. I, we've talked about. It. I think the appetite is now stronger for retiring earlier. Uh, than before and but it's tough it's tough you gotta you gotta do your work you gotta, you gotta be you, yeah you gotta be disciplined you gotta be disciplined you gotta be diligent uh focused uh yeah it, it, it can it can happen right it, it, i honestly think it really can happen and it's you know some of the things you just want to prepare yourself for right it, it's i've seen some of the best success stories when it comes to retirement where throughout their working history or their pre-retirement uh, life, people have lived within their means, right? And have seen the, the value of not overextending themselves, saving, um, investing, and and knowing that those decisions that they made during that time frame will all pay off down the road, right? Yeah. But you have to be able to, to envision it, right? Uh, and, 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 be proactive with these with these decisions decisions that you make because it happens it comes fast it comes really fast well oh does it ever and you know i i, I wish i could go back and do it over i younger uh, i always lived in the now and everything was in the now and um so i i admire people who look way down the road as you said and and be a visionary for their life then 
Uh, but think about, you know, you mentioned the, the lady who was retiring at 47. We've talked so much about people live longer. So let's say she lives to 90. That's 43 years of retirement. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's a long time. And that's the big fear is running out of money in retirement. So it's also critical that you have, and again, I bring in cloud investors because you need to have a plan that gets you through it. Now, you talked about when you work, you get the paycheck and you know that's coming in. But there are some tools that you have handy that can help create a retirement paycheck that actually would be that guaranteed income through your retirement. And that's that paycheck coming in. That's a paycheck, yeah, yeah. So now, so now, so now, if you think about the what you're laying out now, now you know when you want to retire, right? If, say sixty, just to say sixty, right? Mm-hmm. That's the day you want to retire. Now you know how much you need to retire: five thousand a month, right? Whatever mm-hmm. the number is, ten thousand a month, right? Now you know that. Now we start to think about okay, now we have that in place. What are our streams of income? Right. What do we What do we have at at our dis, at our disposal for income? Well, you have Social Security, right? Like if you're lucky enough to be eligible for Social Security, which you know I don't want to get into a, a stance of where I feel Social Security is going to be in the long term, but you have Social Security currently speaking right now. They maybe you have a pension, right? Those are far few in between. Yeah, but some people still have a pension, and then you can okay. So now you have your pension, you have your Social Security. Those are your guaranteed streams of income, right? And then you may have like an annuity, right? Annuities are one of the largest um, retirement investment vehicles that there are, right? And one beauty behind an annuity is that you can create your own quote unquote pension because annuities offer you a way to have lifetime income, right? You can have income for the rest of your life. Um, and sometimes you can even um, have income for the rest of the life of your partner, Right, depending on the kind of annuities you choose. Yeah, but right. yeah, so now, so now you have your income, your income, your foundation set right between Social Security, a pension, and maybe some uh, an, an income from uh, your annuity. Right. So now you've built in that foundation, and I would say that foundation you could look at it as okay. Well, what do I actually need baseline to live off? Right. I need to, uh, I need to pay property taxes or a mortgage or a groceries, car payment, whatever it is. Now you know what you, what you actually need like to survive. And if your income sources, right, can can guarantee you that that stability, now everything else is almost gravy, right? Now your distributions from your other accounts can be the miscellaneous items, right? That can be your traveling budget. That could be uh, you can do whatever you want with that money, right? But if you having that foundation set with some guaranteed forms of income makes it takes the pressure off your assets, mm-hmm. but also makes you feel more confident, right? Because you, you know, know at it's least coming. your baseline is coming in. Yeah, you know it's going to be there. And by the way, and by the way, first off, this is podcast 72, 72. But we did, uh, you you really, you did a great job breaking down the different types of annuities. So if you scroll through the list, you'll find it. It was a while ago we did it, but it's there. Uh, and you can learn about everything, you know, from variable to fixed and fixed indexed annuities, but definitely some good tools. I think we d- determined, and uh, would, without a doubt, fixed indexed annuity seems to be the way to go. Yeah, I like those, you know, yeah. no fees, uh, 
can't lose any money in the in those uh, annuities. And again, you can have that guaranteed stream of income. Yeah, that's good. Uh, now, uh, you mentioned income streams. And here's another one, Social Security. And mm-hmm. now you got to decide when you're going to take it. Uh, you mentioned right. you could take it at 62, but definitely some caveats there with that. Yeah, yeah. So the window for Social Security is 62 to 70. So 62 is the earliest you can take it. 70 is the latest. Uh, your full retirement age, your FRA full retirement age, is somewhere between 66 and 67 currently for the, mo- for the most part. So... If you take it at 62 or before your full retirement age, you're you're going to get a lesser check. Mm-hmm. Right? So it starts off, call it around a 25% reduction if you take it at 62. Okay. Um, if you take it at your full retirement age, you get 100% of your Social Security benefits. And then every year after your full retirement age, if you delay it, you get an 8% increase. Right. So by 70, you're getting those 8% increases over time. And at 70, you have to take your benefits. But there's there's some value behind waiting. <laughs> now, taking it, take, taking some people can't wait till six to their full retirement for, age. Yeah, or, for or different reasons. Yeah. Yeah, for different reasons, whether it's health reasons, uh, whether it's, you know, I need I need that income, or it's just like, you know what, I want it. Right. I, I've been paying into the Social Security system for so long. I just want the income right now. Uh, but be careful. Right. It's a permanent reduction if you take it early, uh, not just for you, but for your spouse as well. So you want to factor in uh, That's you know, the what the impact too. is. Yeah. <clears throat> for the surviving. I was going to ask you this. Um, what is it? So like if you take it at 62, it's about 76 percent. Yeah, about 76, 75 percent. How long do you have to live to make that a wash? You know, in other words, if you live long enough, it work kind of works out, you know, in it, in your favor, yeah. not just your favor, really, but you end up getting the same amount if you live longer than someone who waited to 70. See, I'd be the guy to wait till 70 and then at 70 years and one day old, I'd die. <laughs> <laughs> Well, but, you know, that's that's the uh, that's the uh, fear that some people have. Yeah. Right. Is that I'm now wait till 70 and something happens to me. Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> and I've been delaying this 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 benefit that's 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 you can't transfer. Well, you yeah, you're technically not transferring it, but you can't will it to someone. Right. You can't bequeath it to anyone. If you pass away and uh, let's say you're you're married and your social security benefit was higher than your spouse's, then your spouse would just step into your social security benefits and they lose theirs. Yeah. Right. So when you pass away, you're going to lose some form of income, right? If, especially with social security, right? Once, once one of those incomes are going to stay on the table, it's the highest one. Mm-hmm. So the lowest one falls off the books. So, yeah, so there is, there is questions of, okay, well, I see the financial incentive of waiting till my full retirement age or even till 70, but that health factor comes into place, right? Um, or even just the life factor, you know? It doesn't have to be health. You get hit by a bus and pass away, and all of a sudden, you know, that strategy of waiting till 70 uh, didn't look that great. So, um, but yeah, so you do want to you want to take that into consideration. Uh, but yeah, if you take it at 62, you get that, uh, you it's get a less. reduction. And it's you- less. But you probably have to live, I, but to answer your original question, like that break-even point, tends to be somewhere around 
80, 82, somewhere around there. So okay, so at that point, yeah. At that point where taking it later made sense. But any time before that, well, I don't say it made sense. Uh, as an aggregate, how much money you would, you would have taken out the system, uh, usually around that 80, 82 mark is where um, financially it would have been a little better to take it at 70. I imagine the guy who did wait till 70 and died a day after his 70th birthday, and then his wife misses him so bad, you know, he has a seance. She holds a seance. And I think we've, I think he's here now with us. Do you have anything to say uh, there in the afterlife to your wife? Let's see. He's saying, I hope you're enjoying my blankety blank social security. <laughs> you know, we talked about the guy from New Jersey who got the first Social Security card at the age of 23. Yeah. And, um, you know, he probably thought, well, they're going to take some money out of my check. But, hey, hey, that's pretty cool, though. I like this new thing called Social Security because when I turn 65, then I'll get money every month. Or 62, I can tell you. He died of a heart attack at 61. Ugh, Remember we brutal. were talking about that? Yeah, that's brutal. That's sad. I mean, I don't mean to make light of it. No, it's brutal. It's, yeah, it, it, it it's happens. Sad. It happens. I mean, even with the pensions, right? With pension elections, you have the ability to do your, well, most of them, right? Have the ability, you can do a lump sum, meaning that you take the entire value and it's yours. Yeah. Uh, you can do a, a your life only, meaning that uh, as long as you're alive, you're going to get a paycheck. It's usually a bigger paycheck. Uh, you could choose like a survivor. So if you, you know, if you're married and you have a, uh, you choose a survivor benefit, it's a smaller check. But if you predecease your spouse, they'll continue getting that income. Uh, but if you choose your life only, again, it's your life only. So if you get one paycheck and you pass away, you know, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Gone. Yeah. You mentioned 62. You can only make up to 18960 currently if, if you continue to work. After that, they start taking back if you take it 62. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so you got that. When you hit uh, full retirement age, you can work and make as much as you want. If you change your mind and take early at 62 and change your mind, you got one year, and you have to pay it all, all back, everything you yeah. got. You got to pay it all back. Yeah. So that's an, so you want to factor that in too. If you're going to take Social Security benefits before your full retirement age, and still generate some form of income, earned income, right? This is this is not uh, dividends from investments. This isn't distributions from retirement accounts. I mean, earned income. You're you're trading in your time and efforts for income, right? Wages, uh, and if you make over that eighteen nine sixty, then you pay back. There's a penalty. So if you plan on working and generating, you know, even $50,000 of income, be very careful. Have to ask yourself, is it worth taking that penalty? Right. Right. Because you're going to give back one for every $2 that you receive. And you eventually get that back, though. Yeah. Later, when you hit full retirement age, what they took away from you. It's just mm. Um, one last thing here uh, as we're on the drawing the roadmap to financial independence or retirement. Um, and that's tax strategies now that you should have in place. And especially mm-hmm. when you hit 72 and you have to take those required minimum distributions. That's right. That's right. So at 72 required minimum distributions, the IRS was going to force you to pull money out of your uh, pre-tax retirement accounts, like an IRA or 401k, anything that's been pre-tax. And the distributions counts as income. 
right? So if you've done a really great job of saving, you know, knocked it out the park with, with market returns, and all of a sudden you're staring at 72 and you have to make a distribution of 50 grand, 60 grand, right? Mm-hmm. Every year. Mm-hmm. And then you have some social security benefits coming in. You have a pension. All of a sudden your income, your tax bracket could be, you know, either the same or even higher than you, than it was when you were working. So a strategy you, you may, some, well, some things you want to consider is, you know, are my investments uh, diversified, not just on a uh, investment standpoint, but they diversified on a tax standpoint, right? Do I have some money that's tax deferred, like we just talked about pre-tax? Do I have some money that's that's tax-free, some Roth money, right? Do I have any assets that I can take out um, that I won't be taxed on? And do I have some taxable um, assets, right? This is like your, your normal brokerage account that you get taxed on an annual basis, uh, but it, it can, when we're looking at taking distributions from our assets to create income for ourselves, having buckets, right? Having assets in different tax buckets, you can really put together a solidified tax strategy when it comes to uh, 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 tax management during retirement, mm-hmm. right? Because those RMDs, they come and they're guaranteed, right? You you have to take those distributions out and it's going to be taxed as income, right? So you may want to think about converting some of your pre-tax dollars into Roth dollars. Uh, it's not it's uh, it's not for everyone, but it is something that you want to consider to really have a good tax plan around retirement. So it's a lot to consider, and that's where, uh, and I mentioned, you know, it's not the old days. Most people don't have a pension. It's not retire, and you've mentioned this before, too. Retire, have a little, little party, a little punch, and cupcake or two, and some peanuts, and they give you a gold <laughs> watch, and you fire up your uh, pension, and boom, that's it. I mean, maybe I'm oversimplifying it, but I can tell you this, it is definitely more complicated now. It is. It is more complicated. It is more complicated, but not. Oh, it's complicated, but um, it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Right. That way. Right. It's complicated to understand. Okay. When. Okay. When do I take Social Security? All right. You know, how should I be investing? You know, most most people think that, Okay, I'm retired at 60, 65. Now I need to be completely conservative with my investment assets. Well, that's not necessarily the case mm-hmm. right if you have a good pension if you have social security between you and your spouse um you know you don't have uh, a mountain of debt you can right? have some so risk they, in there you, you can take some risk right yeah. because if you're 60 and no real health concerns you, you're looking at a 25 30 maybe even a 35 year retirement mm-hmm. well by nature doesn't that mean that you're a long-term investor yeah you got plenty of time to recover yeah would you tell a 30 year old to 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 be completely conservative (laughs) with their assets if they're looking for retirement exactly so why why the default if you're 60 or 65 that you need to be completely conservative well you know and some of those rules are changing just because of the fact that we're living longer and, and some other factors. Well. Yeah. 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 I think it's a, I think it's a, that's a lazy approach sometimes that I've seen some financial advisors take Yeah, where it's just like, okay, you're 60 Dave, boom, get conservative. Well, why? Yeah. Right. 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 If, if your assets, if the income demand from your assets isn't high, 
meaning that, well, we've got our other assets. We've got rental property, right? That's giving us income. We've got pension, social security, you know, between all those three options, you know, I only need an extra thousand from my account Mm -hmm. and I've got a million bucks, right? That distribution rate is really low. Mm -hmm. So, so maybe I can take some risk um, in my assets and maybe it's not for me, but for the next generation or for my spouse who might be, you know, think about if your spouse is five, 10 years younger than you, you're chances are you'll predecease them well you need to take some risk for them absolutely so, think so about yeah it. so it's 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 complicated but it shouldn't be overwhelming well it's not right? overwhelming if you know i i can't do it myself i i need like someone like you and the firm like yours we're taking on new clients dave so you know if you just want a complimentary you know first visit let me know how can they let you know <laughs> visit our website <laughs> cloudvestors.com and you can uh there's a contact form there just reach out to us and uh, we'll have a oh you were telling me to let you know i'll tell you that oh i'm sorry okay well how can i let you know (laughs) (laughs) i interrupted you i'm sorry so it's cloudvestors.com cloudvestors.com and uh, there you'll see a contact us and um yeah just fill in your information and we'll we'll get back to you we'll schedule a time to talk and it's a it's a no cost, no obligation. But the first conversation is really uh, just getting a sense of, you know, where you are, what are your goals? You know, um, you know, what's what's disturbing you? What's keeping you up at night? You know, where do you think that uh, uh, you can enhance what you're currently doing right now? And we'll see for a good fit. Very good. Cloudvestors.com fiduciary firm. They're with you. Ease too of virtual planning, but the human touch. Mo, it's fall, and are, are you already tired of pumpkin spice everything? <laughs> uh, I, I will be. I will be. Not yet. We're going pumpkin. We're going to a pumpkin patch, a pumpkin farm, and uh, apple picking this weekend. Okay. So I'm sure after that, I'll be I'll be tired of anything pumpkin related. <laughs> that actually sounds pretty cool, though. Doing Except that. pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin pie. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's just the whole pumpkin. So I. Uh, I heard this, and I, I, I'm hoping it's not true, but I did hear that they're pumpkin pumpkin spice toilet paper. Oh my gosh! Why? Exactly. Why? That's what I. I hope that's not true. I mean, who I just green, I heard it on the radio. With that? <laughs> who thought of the Flying Nun? You know, you ever heard of that show, The Flying Nun? I always think about there's there, it was a, a board, a conference room. They're sitting around the conference table. We need a new show. I've got one. Yes, Johnson. How about, uh, it's a nun, right? Okay, Johnson, go ahead. And she flies. Ooh, I like good. it, Johnson. Let's call it the <laughs> flying nun. <laughs> all right, we got to go. Um, stay with us. Thank you so much for always sharing the information, Mo. And, of course, again, cloudvestors.com. Like, share, subscribe, stay with us. We're part of the big family. What family? It's the Your Finances Untangled family. Be sure to rate, review, and share this podcast. New episodes of Your Finances Untangled are available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Mo Param nor his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.